Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Hello and welcome to The Worst Writer in the World with me, Rufus, and... Howard Long, Howard Long, here he is, he's really good. That's your second theme tune so far <laughs> on this episode, isn't it? Oh my God. The second one was more complimentary. The first one's all like, he's rubbish. Oh. And the second one's, he's brilliant. Yeah. Instantly, both written and sung by you. <laughs> <laughs> I am a famous self-negger. <laughs> And, just proof that it works, you sleep with yourself every night. That's right, I do. And sometimes I'm really mean to my penis, and sometimes I'm very nice to it. <laughs> um, I'm lost. <laughs> Thank you to the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Thanks to our lovely patrons on Patreon lovely. for supporting this show. Mm. And thanks to you for listening to this show. Hooray! Now, Howard, this is the final episode of Siege that we're about oh, to listen to. Oh, I refuse to believe that. <laughs> so we'd better get a pretty clear plot so far for them, catch them all up and all the millions of exciting things that have been happening. OK. So, number one, the bad... I was going to say the bad guys, but that's inaccurate, mm. isn't it? <laughs> the bad ease, the baddies... Yes, because feminist Howard Long decided to make women <laughs> evil. <laughs> That had never happened before. <laughs> no one had ever said a negative word about women, but then yeah. Howard's like, hang on, this isn't feminism. Yeah. Just saying women are good all the time. Yeah. I'm going to make them evil. <laughs> yeah. So the baddies are a race of evil woman aliens called the Aranthrans, mm -hmm. and their leader is called Lady Amantha, <laughs> which is just a wonderful piece of writing. Lady Amantha of the Aranthrans is yeah. excellent. Yeah. They have come to Earth, scanned it, and gone, oh, that looks marvellous. That looks great. Oh, look, it's only got three intelligent life forms, and four of them are monkeys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And it's and it's space and layer is only slightly damaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's ideal for their purposes. The only trouble is all the humans. So they've got to get rid of them somehow. What should we use? Should we use our genocide bag or our blue beam that brings toasters to life? <laughs> toasters! Do the toaster chose beam. To do the toasters. Because otherwise this story is going to be over too quickly, yeah. isn't it? You know, if you're just going to open a bag and kill everyone, there's nothing Doctor Who can <laughs> exactly. really do. So because they took the slow version, they also needed some kind of cover for themselves. Mm. They can't just buy a house and write evil alien Aranthran women on the front. Right? <laughs> That's a dead giveaway. So instead of that, they bought a TV station and called it Aranthran TV. Yeah. Much more subtle. Right. <laughs> so while they're sitting in their TV station up to whatever it is they're doing, probably making bad TV, <laughs> they, they seem complicit in bad TV, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Certain people are starting to get suspicious. Sir John Caulfield goes to investigate, gets <laughs> killed. Oh. Haley goes to investigate, yeah. gets killed. Oh. Uh, Doctor Who. Gets suspicious, goes to investigate, gets shot, catches bullets in his mouth, <laughs> yeah. gets lasered, yes. and then teleported to receiving room K, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> so Doctor Who got put in a cell, 
and eventually he managed to escape. It took him a long time, but he did eventually manage to escape. By singing the right song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's Doctor Who. You know, he's, he's resourceful, he's cunning. Sooner or later, he will work out which song to sing to a door to yeah. make it open. He'll, he'll get there. <laughs> so he escaped and ran straight to Plant Zone. <laughs> and I assume he's on the Aranthran spaceship at the moment, right? Because they beamed him up from the TV station to what we assume is the spaceship. Right. And that's got a Plant Zone in it. <laughs> plant plant zone got a mention, but Doctor has not quite reached Plant Zone. Okay. Basically, two men uh, with the names Man A and Man B. Yes. Are so are so um, proud of Plant Zone and what a great story it is. They're like Doctor who's bound to go to Plant Zone. No one can resist the lures of Plant Zone. <laughs> It'll be straight in there, yeah. and we all know what happens in Plant Zone. Mm. But of course, we don't. we don't. So let's get on with the episode and find out what's going to happen to Doctor Who, and if he will or will not make it to Plant Zone <laughs> with his bricks or whatever. <laughs> Right, so Doctor Who is running away from guards. The Doctor runs off again. He turns a corner to be faced by two guards. They fire immediately, and the Doctor only just manages to dodge all the fire. (laughs) (laughs) He runs off. The guards in pursuit. He is chased for an awful long time. (laughs) I think that's because we're about to run out, and you've you've gone, wow, this is... uh... This episode's too short. Is this the end of it, then? This is the end of this episode two. This is where it gives two. up. Oh, OK. No, this is the end of episode two. Well, we still got so like I'm ending enough. on a really exciting chase <clears throat> sequence with the, no, with the description, um, Doctor Who runs for an awful, awful long time. Awful long time, yeah. Until he ducks into a doorway, then quickly types in the code, he gets inside the room and the door closes, just as the guards arrive and pass. We see the Doctor. He looks around. He is in a long corridor. You've understood, you have understood <laughs> that much of Doctor Who happens in corridors, yeah. right? And you've gone, right, I've got to put a lot of corridors in. He is in a long corridor. He sets off along it. <laughs> Longingly. We see the Aranthran control room. All the Aranthrans are at work, all three of them. <laughs> we see the Aranthran control room. All yeah. the Aranthrans are at work, all, all three, three of them. them. One of them isn't. The voice of the secretary rings out. Who was the secretary? The body has not returned. Are there any more orders? Yes. Lady Amantha wishes that you see her immediately. See her? Why can she not talk to me over the voice transmitter? She has something important to discuss with you. Yeah. death, right? She wants yeah, to kill her. Yes, something about promotion. I'll be over in a few minutes. Over. It's so weird. It's just over because he's on a thing. But just, I'll be over in a few minutes. Over. <laughs> over. Yeah. Yeah. Over. It just kind of like suggests that the spaceship's kind of parked on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It? Absolutely. And, they, and, and they're the using walkie talkies. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be over in a sec. <laughs> over. Coming over. Come Roger. Over <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> I'm here. Come here. <laughs> I have arrived for my promotion. <laughs> just go in the execution room and you'll get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that where we usually do promotion? <laughs> Aranthran C leaves the room. We see the Doctor. He arrives at a door. It swings open. The Doctor enters. The door closes. Excellent bit of description there. He is in a room with a glass-domed roof. It looks out into space. The the room is filled with vegetable life. (laughs) Guess where he is? There is a plant person here. The plant person sells him another plant person for some bricks. Filled with vegetable life. Uh, The Doctor begins to make his way through it. After some time, the plants start to take swipes at him Ooh. until he is being whipped by all the plants. 
After some time, the Doctor is also very haggard. They've got whips, then. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of like plant... trees with whips. There's a lot of plant people with whips whipping okay. him as he runs past. It's like a little weird sexual fantasy of Doctor Who. Mm. Probably is. He fancied that tree lady when he was Christopher Eccleston, didn't he? He did do. I reckon he's. I reckon he's getting off on this. Mm. The Doctor starts moaning and rubbing himself. <laughs> I must go upstairs for five minutes. Yeah, he says. Join me in five minutes. <laughs> plant person. person. Okay. 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 I mean, I if you got bring my bricks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plant prostitutes. Yeah. You have to pay pay with bricks, and then they whip your penis <laughs> <laughs> with the bricks. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know that's not what happens. Until he's being whipped by all the plants, <laughs> all of the plants, all the plants. <laughs> all the plants plant. Just he's lying down there in a circle. Does it how many plants are in this room that are whipping Doctor Who? Uh, the room is filled with vegetable life. It says that could mean anything. They could be like mushrooms. I mean, vegetable these... life. That's what? is that what you say about plants? Do you call it vegetable life? <laughs> Well, it's, apparently it's vegetables that are alive, so vegetables like cauliflowers and <laughs> yeah, living broccoli. Yeah, well, I mean broccoli is alive until you until you kill it, right? Yeah, that's why it's vegetable. But it, it doesn't use a whip. Doesn't right, so it's being whipped by other plants. After some time, the doctor is also very haggard. He bumps into a ventilation shaft. Hey! Then continues on his way. Oh! Suddenly, one very big plant wraps Gives its tendrils. Right old whip. <laughs> no, it wraps its tendrils around the doctor. And he is finding it increasingly difficult breathe. Actually, that's his breath. Uh, and he is finding it increasingly difficult breath. Uh, uh, presumably that to breathe. Is this is really exciting original Doctor Who. This is yeah. like yeah, 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 plants well, plant getting people. you. Suddenly a voice rings out. You have caused your own death, Doctor. Soon you will die of suffocation, and there is not a thing you can do to stop this. So just enjoy the beauty of our gardens before... Your inevitable and unstoppable death. The voice breaks into manic laughter. No, if I, if, if I can, if, can I, can just get, get to the, that. The doctor passes out with the voice's laughter ringing through the whole room. The voice's laughter. Thus ends episode two with the doctor's life in great danger. Can he destroy the plants and save himself? Read on. It's like the end of a great Bidstein episode. Because that, that's not what you do in scripts, is it? Like, put, <laughs> put some questions for the reader. Will Doctor Who survive? Sure. Yes, he will. You've read the synopsis. All right, so Doctor Who walked to Plant Zone. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Then he got whipped by loads of plants. <laughs> All right. And then one plant wrapped itself around him mm. and choked him unconscious. <gasps> And the episode ended. The theme tune played. We were all really excited. We had to wait a whole week to find out what's going to happen to Doctor Who. Fortunately for our listeners, we're just going to do the next bit now so they don't have to wait a whole week. Life's better now, isn't it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Let's find out what amazing thing Doctor Who could possibly do to get out of this terribly deadly situation. Yes. Let's. All right. So, episode three. The plant wrapped around the Doctor loosens its grip. The Doctor stirs. <laughs> he suddenly leaps up. This is, this is, the, this is the reveal. He passed out. And the way, the way that you're getting over that is that he wakes up. <laughs> Nothing's changed. The plant suddenly loosens its grip and the no, Doctor wakes up. No, there's reason. No, there isn't. He leaps up and dashes over to the ventilation shaft. He takes something from his pocket and rams it into the shaft. Something. <laughs> the shaft makes... <laughs> he starts fucking the ventilation shaft. The shaft makes strange noises and then stops working. 
because of the thing that he shoved in it. <laughs> Could have been a jelly baby, you know, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it was. A plant's tendril is closing in on the doctor. See, you just, that's what happened. Basically, he got, he got like, suffocated by plants, and then they went, oh, I'll leave him alone. So he woke <laughs> up and then defeated them. Yeah, I'm really good at cliffhangers. Yeah, yeah. Um, a plant's tendril is closing in on the doctor. It is about to strangle the doctor, but it begins to sway and drops to the floor. The doctor scans the room. All over it, plants are withering, collapsing and dying. <laughs> Why? What's he done to the ventilation, Jeff? The voice stops laughing. Apparently the voice has been laughing all this time. <laughs> so, oh! Uh-huh, what have you done? I have shut off their carbon dioxide supply. <laughs> Which was coming through this one ventilation shaft here, just the one. So I shoved a thing in it, which was in my pocket. Fortunately, I had I had my patented stop ventilation shaft from working thing, which I shoved in it and it stopped working. Immediately stopped yes. to die. Yes, they need such a constant supply of of lots of carbon dioxide. Yeah, you'd think if they needed that much, maybe you'd you'd have it coming from more than one shaft. Yeah. And the voice says. But without a constant supply, they'll be dead. Mm-hmm. Not they'll die, they'll be dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes, rather unfortunate. The doctor is quite sad. Mm. Vicious murderer. Look who's talking. You shall die for what you have done. Mm-hmm. I was under the impression that I was going to die anyway. The voice does not answer. The doctor decides to leave yeah. and walks off through the stop, rapidly dying plants. Stop talking to the tannoy doctor. <laughs> yeah, which can hear you. Sorry. Yeah, and walk off through the rapidly dying plants. Um, yeah, so that's just bollocks, isn't it? <laughs> that, I mean, you know, you know, I love your writing, uh, especially your teenage writing. Mm. But I think that may be the worst cliffhanger <laughs> resolve I've ever ever read. <laughs> Yeah, two two in a row, in fact, because it's like, first of all, it just kind of lets him go, and he leaps up magically. Yeah. Then, oh, then, yeah, yeah, that's true. And then and then he, then he put, kills, shoves a thing in a ventilation shaft, kills and they them all, all die. Yeah, kills them all by shoving a thing in a ventilation shaft, <laughs> cutting off their carbon dioxide. Well, he's still there breathing well, it out of them, you, isn't he? You're what applying it? knowledge from school, though, aren't you? That's mm. what you're doing. You've learned at school that plants need carbon mm. dioxide to live. Yeah. What you haven't understood no. is they don't need a constant supply. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like if you switch, it, you thought they're like humans. Yeah. So if you like, if you no oxygen. Yeah, but even if you cut the oxygen off yeah, in this room, we wouldn't immediately start swaying and fall right. over and die. You've, you've thought they're like humans, but also not had an enormous amount of knowledge about yeah. humans. <laughs> you know if you stick someone underwater, they start dying immediately. Yeah. No oxygen. That, I think that's the knowledge you're applying here. Yeah. You're putting two pieces of knowledge together and coming up with something utterly illogical. <laughs> but brilliant. So Doctor Who escaped the killer plants by cutting off their carbon dioxide supply. Right. And they immediately died. <laughs> Elsewhere on the Aranthran spaceship, we see receiving room K. The two scientists and the two men are in here. Mm-hmm. They are all sat on the floor. Not playing Monopoly. Suddenly on the table without... No, sorry. Suddenly on the table without legs... <laughs> Appears the secretary. She gets up. She looks at the men. I know. I prefer it if, like, suddenly on the table, without legs, appears the secretary. <laughs> yeah. Half the Where secretary. Where are my appears. legs gone? <laughs> <laughs> they must be in the promotion room. <laughs> this is the execution room. My legs have been promoted, <laughs> but I haven't. <laughs> no. Um, the secretary They've says. Been promoted to arms. <laughs> And they're just kind of, she's got four arms now, <laughs> sticking out of her. Um, we see receiving room K. 
Oh no, that's I've already done that bit. Right. So yeah, the, the, the secretary Secret- appears oh, with, yeah, no legs with no legs. With no legs. Okay. Jesus, do not sit in the presence of a lady. Good advice. I'll remember it. Do not be insolent. Stand. No, we were here first, and we're keeping our seats. They're sitting on the floor. I think that's a joke. You have just broken the law. Mm-mm. You shall all be destroyed. Refusing the order of a lady is the ultimate crime. Mm. We're going to be executed anyhow, so what does it matter? Besides, you're no longer a lady. You're done for also. <laughs> done for. What? What are you saying? Oh, God. Scientist A and Scientist B. What the fuck? Weren't they like just one high pitch, one low pitch? Does this? <laughs> Why? Why do I... All right, they're going to be man A and my. Basically, scientist A and scientist B have just become mute. All right, You're just gonna um, okay. and they're going to be man A and man B. I've, I've decided because it's I can't, clever, clever. can't keep up with it. And um, he is saying that us five are going to die very shortly. On what charge? Yeah, <laughs> we actually needs one. Lying? No, nah, I I don't believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. I haven't lied for at least twelve years. Liar. The man called the doctor. You said you'd killed him, but he is still alive. Shut up. I don't believe any of you, and I am going straight to Lady Amantha. You can try, but you won't be able to see her. because <laughs> she's invisible now. Yeah. Um, or like maybe she lost her eyes as well as her legs. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or they're, they're, they're somewhere else. They got promoted to feet. Yeah. Uh, because the lock is on the outside. Yeah, that, that's a running joke, I think. Is that a joke? I guess so. They keep mentioning the fact that locks on the outside. I guess it's a running gag. We see the blue police box. It is still in the tractor beam room. <laughs> ah, that's what that room is. The blowtorches are still where they were. Once again, the TARDIS blurs and changes into a blowchalk. <laughs> blowchalk. <laughs> and changes into a blowtorch. Seconds later, the Doctor enters the room. He looks about and then leaves. Oh, an idiot. So he can't recognise... If that's what happens, if you've got a TARDIS that works and therefore it, it changes its shape... Mm. And you don't have some way of recognising it. You're never going to be able to find your own TARDIS, <laughs> no. ever. Yeah, it's also, you wouldn't be able to get in it anyway, would you, if it turned if it's into a blow fucking blowtorch? No, no chance. Seconds later, that, oh no, they've done that, and then leaves. We see him walking down a corridor. Now, how do I get out of here? Hmm, pity I haven't got the TARDIS. Ah, but he has, and he doesn't realise, because it's turned into a blowtorch. Yeah, because it's turned into something without a door, so yeah. it doesn't matter if he's got it or not. Maybe I should have got inside that blowtorch blow I saw there. With a big door on it. Yeah, that massive blowtorch. <laughs> with two blue doors. And roundels inside. <laughs> and Doctor Who standing in it. I should have got in that. What was I thinking? <laughs> but Adric inside, waving at me. <laughs> yes. oh, Doctor Who, Doctor Who. <laughs> Will you get a tortoise, Doctor Who? <laughs> Uh, Adric, what are you doing inside that blowtorch with roundels? <laughs> K9 is with you. Affirmative. Yeah. And there are Leela's boobs. <laughs> boobly, boobly, Doctor Who. Boobly. <laughs> yes, boobly, boobly, Leela. Yeah. <laughs> that may sound like a like massively uh, misogynist joke to make, but actually it was a cutting satire of what Doctor Who was like when Leela was in it, wasn't it? Yes, exactly. Because that was what she was there for. Exactly. To say boobly, boobly, Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, that was her role. Yes, say boobly. <laughs> say it again. All right, so, yeah, so, um, never mind. There's bound to be a transporter which goes to Earth somewhere. It's just a question of finding it. The Doctor wanders off in search of a transportation that unit. That will take him to Earth. There's yeah. bound to be one somewhere. Bound to be. We see John and the policeman arrive outside the Aranthran TV offices. Haven't seen them for a while. 
Hello, hello, hello. Hey. Hello, hello. Hey. But a few hours ago, you were saying how we shouldn't follow, and now we're racing after the old fellow. Racing. <laughs> really, you youngsters are awful at making your minds up. Oh, I forgot that Jamie was in this. I see yeah. all this fucking space shit. Absolutely. Oh, do be quiet. <laughs> do be quiet, policeman who... <laughs> Whatever your name is. I'm sorry. Looks rather hurt. No, it's me who should be apologising. Oh, they're going to les up. <laughs> I didn't mean to snap at you. I'm becoming more like the doctor every day. He's yes, well, snapping at people, isn't yeah. he? Yes, well, I am an awful moaner, so I'm sorry. Ooh, that's bedroom talk, that. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I am sorry. Now do be quiet. You, you, be great. Yes, uh, yeah, be, yes, sorry. He looks hurt. Yeah, oh, no. don't be upset and hurt because I I'm told you to be all quiet and stuff. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I am a, sorry. Now do be quiet. You're such yes, a, sorry. Please don't let's start that again. You're such a great looking, beautiful policeman person. Yeah. Uh, uh, you And you are a lovely looking lady with a dress on. Do you like my dress, do you? I would like to see what is underneath your dress. I'd like to show you. Oh, let's have a look then. Ooh, what a surprise. I wasn't expecting one of those down there, but I like... am surprisingly pleased by it. Policemen like to blow whistles, don't they? Would you like to blow on my whistle? I only like to blow a flesh whistles. <laughs> Do you mind if I have a blow on yours? You can blow it now. It's gone all stiff and hard. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to blow it? Please don't let's start that again. Oh, sorry. Oh, Jesus. I think we should hear this to get... Right. This is an amazing comic scene by Howard. All right, so... Um, really, you youngsters are awful at making your minds up. Oh, do be quiet. I'm sorry. No, it's me that should be apologising. I didn't mean to snap at you. I'm becoming more like the doctor every day. Yes, well, I am an awful moaner, so I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I am sorry. Now be quiet. Yes, sorry. Please don't let's start that again. Oh, sorry. Shut up. God, you are insufferable. Yes, I know. You're almost... Oh, God. You're almost not human at some times. Oh. Policeman, he looks worried for a second, Oh. then smiles. Uh, yes, well, I was even worse as a child. Oh, it's a master. <laughs> I had no doubt about that. <laughs> well, are we going in or not? Says F. Policeman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, come on. <laughs> uh, we uh. see the two enter the building. We see the inside of the building, there is a new female secretary at the desk. She is Lady Croyd. The nude female secretary at the <laughs> desk. Yes. Lady Croyd. She looks Croyd. up. Croyd. <laughs> she looks up she's at the. Lady Croyd. What? Why is she a secretary if she's Lady Croyd? She's Lady Croyd, why the secretary. She, why isn't she eating cucumber sandwiches and sipping on a sarsaparilla? <laughs> why is she fucking like secretarialising well, at a desk? No, um, the secretary, the previous secretary, when she arrived in the execution room, uh, she said she was a lady. And then the bloke said. Yeah, but I thought she just meant like female. Yeah, but the bloke said not anymore. <laughs> oh, right, so they cut her penis. <laughs> yeah, but what, I'm thinking men is, now. <laughs> what I'm thinking is, although Lady Amantha is called Lady Amantha and none of the others are, yeah. maybe that's just a general title for being a kind of woman who's not in prison. <laughs> okay, yeah. What, uh, all right, I need a new voice for Lady Croyd, okay. who I haven't I used yet. Australian. Good Australian plan. woman. So, you dare to return Man 7? What? Wait, you, you, you shouldn't be on the desk. So, you intended on sneaking in and bringing down vengeance. Yeah, okay, Birmingham's good too. <laughs> it's totally Australian. She laughs. So, you told me I'm bringing in these things to Joe. That's not what I was doing. Well, uh, um, um, 
Well, you shall perish under the gun of Lady Croyd. She takes a gun from a drawer. No, wait, I came here with this prisoner. He grabs John, who struggles. Doesn't say anything, though. Why is she stroke he a prisoner? (laughs) The policeman covers John's mouth. She is the friend of a man named the Doctor, who is... Did you say Doctor? Well, yes. Congratulations, Man Seven. You have done extremely well, and I am sure that Lady Amantha will find it in herself to forgive you. There may even be a promotion in for you. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, what a promotion. <laughs> oh, your legs are I'd, off. I'd like my legs where they are. <laughs> thank you very much. Why, thank you. Uh, just your... step into the legs off. <laughs> <laughs> Here you can just, you just step in the urge. And... I'm not sure I want to get the legs <laughs> off room. There's nothing sinister about the legs off room, is there? Oh, no, it's absolutely fine. Bonza. <laughs> I like the idea that they have a room for everything. <laughs> <laughs> what they're going to do. I think it's really complicated. Like they're going to make a cup of tea. You mm. can't go into the making a cup of tea room. You've got to go in the... I've got to go to the getting the tea bag out of the cupboard <laughs> yeah, room yeah, yeah. and then the cup room and the putting the tea bag in the cup room and the boiling water room. Yeah, but the, no one ever thought to build a drinking tea room, so <laughs> you just yeah, have to throw it away. Waste of time. You throw away your tea room. <laughs> throw away your tea because no one built a drinking <laughs> tea room room. Good. That's a round through society nailed right yeah, there. Lampooned. <laughs> Why, thank you, your ladyfulness, your highness, your worship, your, um, your, um, your, your. Yes, well, don't overdo it. <laughs> or, or I'll have you fed to the Gaytams. <laughs> the Gaytams? The Gaytams. Or the Shift Commands. Or the Shift Commands? The Shift Commands. Shift Command. Control. Yeah, shift the, command. Gay, the Gaytams or the Shift Commands. Is that like Gaytams, as in like. Pigs that hang around by gates, gate hams. Gate hams, yeah, yeah. And shift yeah. commands is in shift command on a computer. Yeah, so that, that's what she's going to feed him to. <laughs> feed you to the Mac. Yeah. Um, John manages to speak by shifting his stroke her head. Just, it's like you've just remembered that you weren't supposed to be writing a companion with no name, but you're still calling him John. I mean, for ages you've been calling him him, and, you know, he and stuff, but then you went, oh, no, I've got to say. Mm. By shifted it, stroke... That's boobs. Stroke there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. John adjusts his stroke her boobs. <clears throat> <laughs> and then scratches his stroke her penis. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like covering all bases. <laughs> Making sure he's got everything. Yeah, yeah. Wilco, you traitor. Quiet. Grabs and covers John's mouth again. These earth creatures are such a noisy race. Convert her stroke him to an unconscious state, man seven. <laughs> Yes, your croydness. <laughs> this dialogue just like trips off the tongue. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. The S- render him stroke her into an unconscious state, man seven. <laughs> yes, your croydness. <laughs> uh, right, the policeman bangs John's head against the wall and John's body goes limp. <laughs> but his head stays solid. Good. <laughs> Man seven, actually, what I meant when I asked for you to make her stroke him unconscious <laughs> was, was for you to maybe inject her with something. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that so that's obviously someone else. Inject, no, because it's quite specific what she means at this point. Inject her <laughs> with something. All right, so... Man seven, actually what I meant when I asked for you to make her stroke him unconscious was for you to maybe inject her with something or use a stun ray, not half kill her stroke him. <laughs> oh, policeman, oh sorry, he grins. We see. Is that where it ends? That's it.
that's where you gave up and you just went this is fucking awful <laughs> it took me long enough to realise oh my god why am I bothering you went or oh, you got distracted and started writing another similar but not quite the same script So do you want to go away and write it, or do you just want to make it up now? God, no, I want to make it up. So, what's, what, what situation do we find ourselves in? Where's the Doctor? The Doctor's looking for a transportation to Earth. He's on the spaceship looking for a transportation, right? Yeah, he's, he's gone. They must have one somewhere, and he, he yeah, should know for a fact to do, one. because he's, he's, he came up with a name for one earlier, didn't he? Mm, yeah. Teleportation Tableau. Tableau, yeah. yeah. They definitely have. Um, John, uh, Jamie John, is in that uh, TV office... Yeah, he's just been—he, uh, she, she's been banged on the head, and he's been—he's unconscious with the policeman who's about to get killed by an Australian woman, Lady Kroll or whatever her name was. Kroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lady Kroll. And um, yeah, and PC John Wilkinson has turned out, man to, seven, turn out to, to be, be man actually seven. He's called Man Seven in yeah. his name. Yeah. From the Seven family. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh, and Lady Amantha's just like bombing around, getting annoyed with people and having them destroyed yeah. in the execution room. Um, and yeah, including Man A and Man B. Because that was how the titling worked originally, was Man A and Man B. But they didn't realise they could only it? have 26 yeah. men. So they went, no, we better. Maybe we should have used numbers. So they started again. So Doctor Who's evaded plant zone. Yeah. And he's looking for a teleportation <laughs> tableau. <laughs> yeah. But like, is there, like, there's a bunch of men and scientists going to get killed, right? Mm. And we don't care about them. Can we just say the next scene is them getting killed? So we don't have to well, worry about that. We'd have to like actually like do it scene by scene, do we? We just dis- decide yeah, how we totally. would end but, but the story. Yeah, I'm just saying like that. That's what happens next. No, I'm not saying do it next. But that like in the story, all the men and the scientists get killed next, and the secretary. secretary they're all dead. Too. Yeah, you watch them get like have their legs chopped off or whatever, and they're dead. Oh and no, no. What what should happen is the doctor doctor who should get um get, get recaught, and they should all yeah. get executed. But somehow he magically escapes because he's brilliant. Okay. Um, all right, so they so he gets recaught because he's just walking down corridors, yeah, and he gets caught by a plant, yeah, right, and the plant takes him back to the execution room, yeah, where he's got to hang out with those those men, scientists, and um, and the legless woman, yes, and, and then the execu- how do they get killed? Because that's they the get thing. taken to the execution room, don't they? Yeah, but what what happens in the execution room? I know, I know what's happened is um, Doctor Who um, has, has, has realised he's not a fucking moron anymore yeah. and, and he realises that that blowtorch is the TARDIS. So he's gone back, grabbed the blowtorch, slipped it in his pocket, right, okay. got himself captured... Um, and then no, yeah, and then just, he goes to the execution room, but yeah. they don't get executed. Mm. What happens is the TARDIS decides to turn back into a big, big blue big police blue box, box yeah. in his pocket yeah. and crushes the other five to death. Okay, right, and they're all dead under yeah. the TARDIS, like the Wicked Witch in um, yeah. in Wizard of Oz. But he doesn't die because he's Doctor, so he regenerates well, in his into pocket. Peter Davison. No, it's in his pocket, so it kind of goes vroom, out of okay. his pocket. But because it's next to him it's in his coat pocket yeah. he's suddenly inside it magically yeah because okay. he's bigger on the inside than he is on the outside yeah. his pocket's bigger on the inside than, yes. than he is on the outside of his TARDIS yeah, yeah. The doctor so is, and he escapes. he's in the TARDIS and all the other guys are dead under it with their feet sticking out shriveling yeah. up like the witch yeah right uh, so he's, he flies off in his TARDIS spins yeah. around and spins, flies off yeah, in space yeah. right and then arrives at um, Andrew Wilkinson's house yeah PC Andrew Wilkinson's house no one there yeah, so and he's he, like, go he's to the that's, TV that's station. Strange. I told them to wait. So he's a look around John Wilkinson's. Yeah. What is going on? Why yeah. are there no people here? Where is Jamie and his skirts? Yeah, and he has a look in PC John Wilkinson's cupboard and finds like loads of photographs of him with his arm around Lady, <laughs> <laughs> Lady Amantha. Yeah, back when yeah. they were best friends. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. 
Okay, and he's like, this is very what suspicious. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what is going on? I'd better go to the TV station again and see what is going on. Yeah. And there he gets there, and they're just about to send um, Jamie and PC Wilkinson to the execution room. Yeah. No, in fact, they do, right? Let's t- say, take him back there again. <laughs> really annoying. Why right? doesn't he, he like... just gets there at the end of the episode, at the end of episode three, right? Oh, no, that's, that's the that's cliffhanger. Be the end, be the end of it, no, right? it's got to be four episodes. But, you know, we've got to, we, but the fourth episode is going to be really just running around in circles, right? But when I was writing for it, you know, they had three episode stories. Okay, but now but now it's four. Okay. Because the cliffhanger is, he just arrives just as Lady yeah. Kroll is pressing the button to send yeah. him to the execution room, and he's like, wait, wait! And, but he's too late. Oh. He doesn't make it. End of episode. Next one, um, uh, right, just to keep in keeping with your cli- yeah. way of dealing with cliffhangers, yeah. he says, I will use my reverse time device, which I have in my pocket, which brings them back, and it brings them back, and they're just there. Okay. <laughs> and uh, then they... Kill <laughs> Lady Kroll by like Doctor Who goes crazy and caves her head in with a <laughs> with a baseball bat. Sure, okay. And this is at the point where the Orantons realise they really need to step up their plan, their main plan, yeah. which is to kill everyone via TVs. Yeah, because uh, you know they've just been silencing okay. people so yeah, far, so they, they've got to move forward the main plan. So they Lady Amanda presses the turn TVs into kill a robot button. button. Yeah, and, and all the all the TVs, TVs on Earth. Arms. Yeah, stand up and start shooting Jeez. lasers at people. Yeah. And everyone dies. Mm. So everyone's dead except Jamie and Doctor Who. Okay, and then and then Doctor Who, what Doctor Who does is he gets like a big salami and he puts um, a kilt on it. <laughs> yeah. And he lets it get caught. <laughs> yeah, and... Right. Where are we going with this idea? Right, and, get, and they put it on the, on the teleportation tableau and zap it up, but they didn't realise that he's put a bomb in it, which he's made. Okay, so that is like, he's basically he's disguised the salami as Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, because they can't tell the difference between humans and sausages. <laughs> okay, is there, is there, <laughs> I know that was a, it's their blind spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. And that's something we should have, you probably should have set up in episode probably one. We'll go back and yeah. change it so that for, like we, we have a scene where one of the Aranthrans, yeah. or maybe the secretary, um, is talking to a lunch yeah like it's a like what do you want and yeah. then but it's just she's like oh no it's a sausage yeah why can we around friends not tell the differences between sausages and humans it's important to flag that up early. yeah yeah, yeah, totally. plan. yeah all right so and then it blows up and the ship blows up and then jamie and the doctor are alone on earth with yeah. no people and a lot of killer televisions and they need to repopulate <laughs> <laughs> First, they need to stop the TVs, right? Uh, or do the TVs self-destruct when they've done their job? Yeah, definitely. Why well, the TVs kill... have killed each other. Oh, they've run okay. out of things to kill, so they've killed each Why other. Why didn't they kill the Jamie and Doctor Who? Because uh, the uh, Jamie and Doctor Who. <laughs> because Sorry, um, Jamie and the Doctor Who. Because the TARDIS has a, like a shield. <laughs> yeah, and he's still got who's... it, in, and he's still got it in his pocket, okay. even though it's full size. Oh, okay. So he's still, yeah, no, I like that. Yeah. yeah, he's carrying the TARDIS in his pocket, the full-size TARDIS. Because he's got his pockets are bigger on the inside than they are on the outside. Yes. Time, Trans-dimensional engineered tr- trousers he's got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it just ends with them bumming, <laughs> trying to repopulate the planet Earth. <laughs> Going, why? Why is this not working, Jimmy? Why are you not having babies? babies. <laughs> yeah. And he keeps, keeps moving of... forwards in time to check to see if there's any babies, but there aren't any. <laughs> Doctor Who does. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait here, Jamie. I'm just going to <laughs> check the future. I'll have a little look. <laughs> no, bum harder. I reckon that should get the show cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? 
Very good. I think that's a good ending. I don't know. Do you, think, do you think our listeners will be satisfied? Basically, the last scene is going to be a dead earth, and I reckon like there's yeah. like bodies everywhere because the 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 TVs aren't going to clean up mm. after themselves, are they? Like broken down buildings. They've got lasers. There's going to be destruction everywhere. Yeah. It's just the earth is like covered in rubble. It's like a like a war zone, but over the whole world. And so you get to see lots of different places, all broken down. No people. Everyone's dead. Okay, I know what we can do. And then zoom in. Right, you maybe got that, zoom out gradually. Yeah, that's what you do. You show some different places. Like you show London and Paris and New York and stuff. And then you zoom out and show the whole earth. And it's just all like smoking and it's yeah. all like, it's just broken. And then you zoom back in again and there's Doctor Who bum- <laughs> bumming Jamie surrounded by broken down buildings and dead people going, come on, Jamie, we've got, we've got to recreate the human, the human race. Me, a Time Lord and a man. <laughs> Little Howard dreamed of being a writer. So we sat together every night But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do What's writer in the world? 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. With me, Howard Long. <laughs> no, that's the beginning. Okay, right, that. right, right, right. right. <laughs> no, but that was that was the final part what? of the young Howard written <gasps> oh. siege. So next week and the week after, we'll be listening to my brand new siege ending, which is completely original and certainly not just a collection of callbacks and references to things that young Howard wrote. Definitely not that. It's really, really original <laughs> and surprising. Uh, so I will be handing over the torch, the flame of Sarn yeah. itself, to Rufus Penzance. <laughs> And I will do my best to live up to your torch, even though I have no idea what you're talking about because I think you might be referencing Doctor Who. And I I don't know much. All I know about Doctor Who is that he likes to say, bye-bye, Jimmy. Goodbye, K9. Oh, bye-bye, Lila. Oh, by the way, we will be saying bye-bye to all of our patrons on the final episode of Siege. Wow. So if you would like to hear Doctor Who say bye-bye to you, (laughs) make sure you sign up for as little as $2 a month, and you will. And please do remember to join the Worst Writer in the World Facebook group and Mm -hmm. get on board with the quiz. The quiz questions will probably be um, happening very soon. you just got to answer them. (laughs) And then you could win Power of the Daleks. We probably should do it at this point because the quiz should be about the original Siege, not my stupid ending, shouldn't it? (laughs) So all all the Siege quiz questions should be about the real Siege. Like the, the, you know, the classic, the classic series, not the new series, basically. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye bye, milk. Bye bye, milk. He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer. Yeah.